Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I am Chad Ross with co-host, that is Kurt Souter, the other co-host, because if you have one co-host, you have to have another co-host, and he is it, and he's with Further Still Ministries, and uh, how you doing today, Kurt? I'm doing great. That's I, how you doing? I'm doing well. We are glad to be here. If you were just tuning in. You're looking in, good. Thank you, man. Uh, I, I, my goal in life is that I look good in your eyes. I mean, that's all I care about. Uh, so, so you, we, uh, you need serious help uh, beyond that. So uh, we are, if you're listening, if you're still listening after the past 30 seconds, you're like, Ooh, forget this. And you moved on. Don't, don't move on. Hang out with us for a minute. We are a show for men by men. Uh, we have all kinds of ladies listen and everything we talk about on the show is pertinent to the ladies as well. But we, we want to talk to the guys and we're a show that are, uh, we believe at solid steps radio that you as a man, you are fulfilling your destiny. If you are a child of God through Jesus Christ and that we want to be there to help spur you on, encourage you, challenge you, and just to be a tool in your toolbox, men, in life. Because 30 minutes on a sermon of, on Sunday is usually just not enough to us to be fed in our soul. So uh, we at Solid Steps talk about everything and every facet of life. And we just want to be uh, just an uh, something that you can go to and listen to and just be encouraged and, uh, and challenged. So speaking of challenged, if you have been to a wedding in America in the past 30 years, you have heard a verse read at that wedding more than likely. And that verse is you're very familiar with is 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient, love is kind, do not envy, do not boast, is not rude, is not self-seeking. That's a verse that has been read. But in Fortunately, it's kind of got lost a little bit because people relate that to marriage only, that that is the love chapter and it's for, for people who are married, which it obviously pertains to that. But the end of that verse, it says at the end there that Paul writes, verse 13, 1 Corinthians 13, says, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And so love is a really big deal to God. And if you didn't know that, we need to be reminded of it regularly. And we're today going to talk about what does love look like in the flesh? What does love look like, not just in theory, but reality? And what does it look like when Jesus said, hey, love your neighbor as yourself? Eh, he meant that literally. So, Chad, uh, when, when, we, when God calls us to love, um, it, I mean, it, it changes everything. It ought to change the way we get up in the morning, when we go to bed at night. And so we've got two guys in here who just are passionate about love and how do we, how do we express that to those around us? So uh, Austin and uh, Sean, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Man, it's good to be here. It's, yeah. uh, okay, so um, Sean Arvin, you've been, uh, you've been around Louisville how long now? Uh, actually, I grew up in Louisville my whole life um, on all different parts of Louisville, but I other than being in the military and moving away a little bit for a corporate career, um, I've been here pretty much my whole life. And you, uh, you've been married how long to your bride? I've been married, uh, be five years in June. I'm super excited about that. Now, yeah. just just real quickly, where did you guys meet? Uh, me and my wife Inga, uh, who is also the co-founder of Love City. Uh, we met in Rome, Italy, studying abroad. We were both getting our executive MBAs at Bellarmine. And uh, on the second day there... That's romantic. Yeah. We meet in Rome, <laughs> Italy. Yeah, Chad, we, where did you meet Jenna? In the, in the paddock of Keeneland Racecourse. That's <laughs> <laughs> a holy spot right there. It is for us. Yeah. <laughs> so you meet, you meet Inga in Rome. 
Yeah, we sure did. Uh, we were studying abroad with Bellarmine, getting uh, finishing our executive MBA. She was in the class 2014. I was in class 2013. We had never met before. On the second day, uh, we just start talking, and man, believe it or not, about eight weeks later, we were married, in, <laughs> married in Phoenix, and uh, just really just fell head over heels in love with each other, and just knew that man, uh, God had a, a greater than story for both of our lives together. So, I mean, and we're using this whole love, this word love. I mean, for mm-hmm. God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, and you guys. The love of God uh, captured your heart, and and you guys fell in love, and you you guys been doing ministry. We're gonna unpack that a little bit, but Austin, um, you've been uh, part of the kind of Louisville area your whole life as well. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in Shelby County in Simpsonville, where they just built that huge outlet mall. Now I promise you that was a field and a lake, uh, and so I grew up out there, and then I moved to Louisville. Uh, about eight years ago, and then um, actually recently, about two and a half years ago, moved into the Portland neighborhood. Okay, so um, when you say Portland neighborhood, um, many of us in the Louisville area, we're going to understand that, but we've got listeners kind of from all over the place. Describe what Portland uh, and what you guys are doing just a little bit. Yeah, so the Portland neighborhood, I think the stereotype uh, that kind of runs in the minds of uh, the folks in, around Louisville is, you know, you don't go there. You know, you don't go past 9th Street. And, uh, and, and, and that stereotype comes from, you know, a history of uh, a lot of druggies, a lot of um, violence. And, you know, having lived there for the past two and a half years, I, I'll tell you, it's one of my favorite places I've ever lived, if not the favorite. And it's just a beautiful community. You know, um, there are boarded up homes, but there's also um, a lot of things happening. And I think we'll unpack that in a little bit. Um, but it's a beautiful community, you know, trees lining the streets. You know, I lived across the street from a park that's just, you know, beautiful and life in every day. You know, anytime you walk out of your house, there's someone to talk to, right? There's always people walking around. There's just so much life in that community. And there's actually a pride in the people, in the people of the community, too. They want to see their neighborhood flourish, right? They don't want you to think of Portland poorly because they have so much pride. There's so much joy in their neighborhood. And it's just really awesome to be a part of that. So, uh, so Sean, you mentioned uh, this whole thing of Love City. What in the world is Love City? <laughs> well, that's uh, that's, well, that is a good question. <laughs> Each day it probably takes a different form, but that's okay. Um, so me and my wife moved down there about three years ago this June. And um, and say down there, Portland, um, you know, it's on the west side of Louisville. I don't really think that there's boundaries in Louisville, but, you know, as human beings, we define those boundaries of where people live. But I I don't personally believe that God says that there's boundaries and people live in certain segments. We're all just children of God. But uh, in Portland specific, yeah, uh, we live in the 10th most poverty area. In America, according to the Census Bureau and its tracks, they evaluate over 3,800 of them, and what, exactly where we live is ranked the 10th most poverty area in America, which is unbelievable considering uh, we have such a high presence of Christianity. And um, Louisville it blows my mind sometimes to think that we have a, a poverty area ranked 10th. But for Love City specifically, um, you know, we moved down there and we just. Felt like the Lord put on our heart to sell everything that we had. We lived in a, a nice, comfortable area of Louisville, and 
uh, just sold everything and just moved down there and just felt like the only thing that we were supposed to do is just love our neighbors. So at first we didn't even have a 501c3. We were just living in a house, just loving our neighbors. And then we felt like we was, should get a little more organized. Me and my wife both have executive MBAs from Bellman, so we do know the business world. And so we, we just wanted protection out of our only ourselves, but the assets that God had given us. So we needed some structure behind it. So we started putting all that together, and we actually went away to Savannah, Georgia, and um, rented a hotel room for a week, and we bought Post-it notes, and we started praying. We started getting on our knees and begging God to, man, show us what he wanted us to do in that community. And uh, we started taking post-it notes and just putting them all around the room, and we call that business canvassing with the Lord. <laughs> and we just started just writing, doodling, anything that came to our mind. And we came up with the name Love City. And a lot of people, you know, they'll say, well, that's a catchy, cool name or whatever. But the truth is love is God. And the Bible says that God is love. So really, truthfully, the name of uh, Love City is really God City. That's a, a, a proportion of our community. I feel like heaven has fallen and God is residing there. And he's uh, glorifying us as being on this radio this morning uh, as we glorify him and do his work. You know, you know Sean, I'm really, um, really, I don't even know the word, enamored by you guys will be willing to sell everything you've got and go to the 10th you know, most impoverished community in the country, and you go, we want to love and share the love of Jesus Christ, the love of God with our neighbors. Uh, wow, we're gonna, we're gonna unpack that, because I think our listeners are, are gonna be really uh, uh, interested in how, how does that work? And I'm just intrigued and, and really excited to have you guys on the show. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with Sean and Austin. And we're going to talk more about what Love City does on a day-to-day basis. And uh, when Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself, that wasn't just in theory. Uh, it means literal. Like the person who you step on your front porch and you look over to your left, you're supposed to love that person. You step out on your porch, you look to your right, you're supposed to love that person. The one across the street, yeah, that weird one, you're supposed to love that person. So... We're going to talk about what that looks like in the flesh and uh, what God is doing through these folks down in our Portland uh, area of Louisville. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. I'm Chad Russell. That's Kurt Souter. We're with Sean and Austin of Love City. That sounds like a, that's a cool uh, Love City. Uh, it sounds so cool. <laughs> And so uh, we are, are loving our sponsors. Our sponsors, uh, Ellen and Credit Union, they are a they love the city too, and uh, they have been a, a fixture here for quite a while. Vision First, if you need some, some if your eyes need some loving, they can help you out. Uh, Vision First will take care of your eyesight and everything around it surrounding that. Frank Enterprises, if you're not loving your irrigation in the back, if you're not loving your septic system or it's not loving you, and you want your septic system to love you. I can tell you that's a true statement. Uh, Frank Enterprises helps take care of that. Bright Star Home Care for those that you love. See what I'm doing here? I'm working that in there, the you're, love thing. You're, I, I, you know. you're, you're amazing. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm amazing at Segway. <laughs> and uh, Bright Star Home Care, they help your loved ones if they want to live independently, and they're not quite sure if they can do that. They help people make that transition. Dan Hart Financial. 
Uh, if you want to have a retirement that you don't hate, <laughs> you love, you can take care of your financial needs in regards to retirement. And then Country Lake Christian Retreat Center, that is a place you will fall in love with because if you go out there and hang out for during the summertime, it is a great place. Kids, all kinds of different um, programs and, and camps going on this summer. So look those folks up. So Love City. I, I love that. That's, that's awesome. So, okay, you guys moved down into the Portland area, 10th, you know, most impoverished community in the country. And God's called you down there just to love your neighbors. How in the world do you begin to do that? Well, uh, I think it's quite simple. Man, you just open up your doors and start showing the love of God. It's not extremely hard. I think that we as human beings try to make it hard, but what would you say, Austin? It's pretty simple, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, after hanging out with Sean for a while, uh, I quickly learned that it's not about you know having a huge organization or a huge budget or anything. Uh, it's a matter of taking what you have, your experiences, and uh, the love that God's put in you, and then translating that to the people around you in whatever way you can, whether it's, you know, hey... Let's, you know, have dinner tonight or, hey, you know, I have these games at my house. Let's just, you know, have fun together. You know, it's that joy that God has put in you and sharing that with other people. Yeah. So uh, for us, you know, we went away, you know, in the last segment we talked about went away to Savannah, Georgia, and that's how Love City was created, which actually means God City. So we came back, had no clue what we were doing. We opened up the gym that we had acquired next door when we first went down there. Hold on, hold on. How do you... How do you acquire a gym? <laughs> That's a whole crazy story in itself. We went there just to buy a house. We had it was an old abandoned house that had been boarded up for over twenty years. Just felt really positive. That's where the Lord was calling us to live and just love our neighbors out of. And uh, we went to go talk to the guy who owned the house, and he said, "Hey, uh, I'll give you the house for free." So we were like, "Man, we are hearing from the Lord." You know, we were like, "Woo, free house! Who gets a free house?" Well, I've gotten several free houses since then, but for sure that was that, that was a, a defining moment. But the guy goes, "Yeah, I'll give it to you for free, but you got to buy the gym next door." And come to find out, it was a old um, Boys and Girls Club of America, and had uh, been pretty desperate, just uh, vacant for quite a while. We had someone renting it from. Uh, when we first bought it and acquired it. Uh, but um, we just decided after Savannah, Georgia, the renters had moved out. And we just thought we would open it up and just start loving our neighbors and just letting people come in, use the gym. You know, what we say is, man, we don't really have an organization. We're just a family of people who love God and love this community back to life. And um, what we say is the building is just an extension of our living room. You know, uh, unfortunately, with um, the world that we live in, in a fallen world, uh, you have to do due diligence and protect yourself. So we did create an organization, and we are a 501c3. So, um, but let me, uh, so back up there, you know, uh, you know, for our listeners, somebody came to Jesus and said, Jesus, you know, what, what is the greatest commandment in, mm. in all the Bible? And Jesus says, well, actually, there's not just one. There's actually two. Mm. And this is in Matthew chapter 22. And Jesus says, the, the first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like unto it. Uh, you can't separate these two. It's to love your neighbor as yourself. So you guys go buy this house. 
And the guy goes, no, I don't want to sell it to you. I'm just going to give it to you because it's been boarded up for all these years. Uh, but you have to buy the gym. Yeah. And so you, now you have, you said it's like a living room. You're, that's the biggest living room. It's got to be on the planet. <laughs> yeah, you've been there. It's, it's, it's beautiful. You know, it was built in 1922. It was the second largest gym in Kentucky at the time. The ABAs played there. Muhammad Ali's box there. It has a, like a crazy rich history of that neighborhood. Uh, that's a that neighborhood. It, Portland was actually birthed and born before Louisville, so it has a, a long, long history of Irish Catholic community. So it's a beautiful community uh, with beautiful people. If you ask me, uh, we're all God's children. You know, just because you haven't moved from the dark to the light yet, God did create you, mm-hmm. and He still is in you. We just have to unlock that and get that moving. Uh, And that's by the power of his love. You know, uh, we don't look at like we're there to fix people. We're there to love people and let God fix them. Mm. You know, it's a a total different outlook. I can't even save anyone. I couldn't even save myself. You know, I just fell in love with Jesus (laughs) five years ago, you know, and all these miraculous things have happened. It's just been beautiful to watch. When we first moved there, it was not easy. Uh, man on the front porch each day I'd find heroin needles and condoms and all kinds of crazy stuff because we had 14 year old prostitutes you know hanging out in front of our building man it was real it wasn't like I'm going there and being in Disneyland across the street man we had five of the largest drug houses in Portland and we knew and how we defeated those, we loved them. Man, I used to go over there and take donuts. I used to go over there and just greet all the people who were coming and buying drugs from uh, the community and just say, hey, man, my name's Sean. Just wanted to introduce myself. Just love you, man, and I'm here for you. If you need something, 4 o'clock in the morning on mattresses, I'd go out and sit in the front yard and, man, bring donuts and hugs and, man, just tell them how great they are, how much they're loved, man, uh, because – no, what, no matter what we say in, in our lives, uh, if God is love and he did create us and he has a spark in our heart, then we want love. You know, we're, we're desiring it. So if I can tap into that spark and let people see that that's God's love that you're desiring, man, you either flee or you succumb to it. So we saw a lot of people leave. Our community is extremely clean right now. Uh, what I would say, uh, spiritually, you know, we're we're really just cleaning that whole area and knocking a lot of the principalities out of there. So, so I mean, really, what 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 has happened is w- when you have brought the light of God's love into this community, those the, the Bible says men love darkness rather than light, and so those who want to love darkness, they're kind of just exiting out. Is that what you're saying? It's exactly right. You know, the way we look at it is, man, I will either love you to let God lead you to Jesus or you will flee. You know, uh, and what I mean by flee is you'll move out of the neighborhood. Uh, The houses, those five houses that uh, used to be the largest drug houses. We now own those houses. I lived in it. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in the house. Austin lived in one of them. <laughs> yeah, we own those houses. Okay, so how in the world? Okay, these are the five largest drug houses in Portland, and now Some you and, yeah. and 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 yeah. now you own them. We actually, well, Love City owns them yeah, because your we want to make sure that uh, we want to make that a point that you know uh, me and Inga as individuals we have turned over our board and everything. So, it, it, Love City owns everything. Uh, 
So, uh, yeah, we ran off a couple of the houses, and one of the landlords was over there, and he was looking to fix them up, to re-rent them. And I walked in and said, you mind if I look around? He said, yeah, go ahead, look around. So I started praying, and I felt like the Lord put on my heart, hey, man, these houses are going to be used by you for the ministry. And we're, there's going to be people come, so get them prepared. They're going to move into them, and they're going to do life with you, and they're going to help you. You know, in the Bible where it says, pray for the workers because they are few. And then I just felt like many were coming. So uh, I went outside on the front porch, and the guy was standing out there, and I said, man, you ever thinking about selling these? And he said, nah, these are retirement homes for me and my wife. We own several properties down here. We use the money. You know, we want to retire. We want to uh, still have some income coming in, some cash flow. And I said, man, I'm going to tell you a crazy story, but um, I don't know if you believe in God or not. But I do. And man, when I was walking around the house, he told me that I already own these houses, your two houses, and that you need to sell them to me. And and that people are going to come here and live and help me do ministry and the workers. And so I need you to sell them to me. And he said, man, dude, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm not selling these homes. And I just skipped off the front porch and just said, hey, dude, this is what I know. My father told me to come over and tell you I own these homes. I did my part. The rest of it, you figure out with him. I did my obedience. <laughs> and I came over here in, in faith and told you that. And man, he said, I'm not selling these houses. So I went home and I told my wife the story. And she was like, babe, he's not going to sell those houses to you. And I said, no, he will. Man, God told me that we're going to own those houses and people are going to live in them. And Believe it or not, two days later, he called me, and he was crying on the phone. He said, man, me and my wife watched you and your wife's testimony laying in bed last night, and we want to sell you those houses for the value of what we paid for them, and uh, we want you to do ministry with them. So now we own all the drug houses in front of our building that once were God has restored to uh, just beautiful places for people to come and live. That's You know what? The Bible says that God does immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. That's awesome. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Sean and Austin. We're going to hear more about, okay, so now they have a gym. Now what? And what else is God doing through this ministry to minister to the people in that neighborhood? So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is our third segment. If you have missed our first two, I'm sorry about that, but I got good news for you. You can hear all of our shows in their entirety. Uh, If you're hearing this on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday when they air live, we have a podcast. We podcast all of our shows commercial-free, thanks to our sponsors. And you can go to iTunes, SoundCloud, or you just go onto Facebook and type in Solid Steps Radio, and you will see us come up, and you can click on that, and you can hear Sean and Austin sharing their incredible stories about how God led them to uh, the Portland neighborhood in Louisville area, Louisville's downtown West Louisville. And uh, a hotel room in Georgia led to buying a house, but really meant to buying a gym that the house got thrown in. You talk about buy one, get one free. That's a pretty good deal. And uh, we talked the last segment about how there were five drug houses in the neighborhood across the street, and now Love City owns those drug houses. So you need to hear the entire story. Go listen to our podcast in its entirety. You know, uh, Sean and and Austin, you guys, many times we think that God and the Christian faith is boring and kind of irrelevant. I mean, many many times I I hear these stories, and you, you read the Bible, and you go, this stuff is not boring. 
Mm. When David is killing a Goliath, mm. that's not boring. Mm. When when Moses is leading all these people through the mm. Red Sea, that's not boring. And when God leads you to Portland, it's not boring. I mean, it is mm-hmm. unbelievable how God has opened doors mm. and worked in ways that you couldn't even begin to imagine. Yeah, for me, uh, uh, me specifically, I know Austin uh, grew up a Christian his whole life, but for me, I've only known Jesus for about five years and two months, celebrated in February, uh, my five, fifth year. Uh, I don't know anything about religion. I just know Jesus. And I believe that man, when he speaks to me and he wants me to do something, then I'm just going to do it. So uh, now people would say, Sean, you're crazy. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Uh, they they said the same thing about Jesus. Yeah. Did, did they not? Yeah. Yes, I they mean, did. If you want to get real, they said the same thing about Jesus. And I'm sure probably some people still today say the same thing. So uh, for us, man, we just love God, man, and whatever he wants to do, man, we just try to be obedient and stay faithful and just really listen to the spirit, his spirit and just really just follow him, whatever he wants to do. It's uh, it's really, you know, a lot of people would say like, man, what are you doing there? And uh, what impact are you making? You know, since we've been there, we've seen a 34% reduction in crime. You know, that that's huge for our community. Uh, that is, that is that's that's, tremendous. It's like tremendous for that area. I mean, when we first moved there, very first week, I mean, there was a murder right beside my house. I'm thinking, what in the world am I got myself into? But, um, you know, for us, we really focus on four things. There's two sides to Love City's coin. I, I say one side is community development, and the other side is spiritual growth. You know, so you got to have both, and we try to tie them in together. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's basically nothing new. I don't believe it's new. Uh, it's old. I Man, it's how God intended it to be from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You start looking at the book of Acts, I'd say that, man, that's how we live. We live just like that, where we just lay down our lives a love in Luke 9, 23, where Jesus says, man, if you really want to be like me, you really want to know me, then you have to deny yourself every day and pick up your cross and follow me. And that's what we talk about, you know, just living the gospel. This mm-hmm. isn't like we're trying to reinvent something or revival is breaking. Yeah, I, I would agree that revival is breaking out on the streets and West End in Portland, that uh, communities are coming back together and loving one another. I think that that's for sure exactly what revival is, and restoration is coming across the land. And, uh, you know, in the Bible it says that we are ministers of reconciliation, and that's who we are. We're supposed to edify and uplift not only the creation but the land itself and the people to bring it back to its fullness of what God intended it to be, and that's through loving Loving one another. Well, you know what you're describing. Yeah, what what what's going on in the Portland area, in the west of Louisville, is this. You're creating, and God, God is a creator, mm. and He is using you. Part of the image of God within us wants to create. Yes. And what what God is doing in and through you guys is like fantastic. To talk a little bit about the four pillars of yeah, what you guys sure. want to see happening and are fleshing that out, literally. Yeah, within two years, you know, it's been crazy. After we got the gym, after we opened it up, the Archdiocese came to us, like, after we'd been there one year and was like, man, dude, you, you're you really just doing some great work down here. 
and they had a property called St. Cecilia Compound, and uh, it was four big buildings, and it's less than a block, so we own like a city block now uh, down there on 26th Street. And uh, they came to us and asked us if we'd be interested in buying that whole compound. Me and my wife looked at each other across the table and was like, this is crazy, we can't afford this. And then they told us a number and we about fell out. And my wife was actually reaching for a checkbook they didn't have enough money to pay for. But she <laughs> she's going to write a check, man. You talk about faith. Yeah, I'm going, what the heck, man? I'm crying. I don't even know what to say. So we went into uh, negotiations and contracts with the archdiocese, and it took us 385 days to close that. Uh, and there was a lot of faith. Man, a lot of people said it wasn't going to happen. It isn't going to happen. Sean, stop, give up on this dream. Uh, and I just kept saying, man, that's not what my father told me, and I'm going to stick with it until he tells me to walk away from it. it. took us 385 days. We closed on it in July of last year. And now we own that as well. So we own like a whole city block. So the four pillars that we really look at as we look at economic stimulation, we have to have uh, jobs in that community to regain hope. You, that's part of the church's duty is to, man, create jobs. If you look in the book of Acts, man, there people worked together. There was blacksmiths. There were um, yes. storekeepers. There were farmers. Uh, they worked together you know i love in the bible where in matthew it says that you know we're supposed to take care of the poor we're supposed to take care of the widows and the orphans but a lot of people miss out when you skip over the mark it says man you don't eat if you don't work and we have to work you know it's not about so just salvation alone it's also about vocation as christians we have to pick up our cross and do the work so um what i would for me i what i would say in that first pillar is we have to have economic stimulation and we have to have jobs. And we've created seven job, uh, micro businesses in the last year. Uh, one of them Austin owns now called Launch 43. Yes, yes. Yeah, Launch 43. Uh, so the whole concept of that is we know that there's a lot of dreams in the neighborhood and in the surrounding community. And it's like, how do we take those dreams and uh, really put a structure behind them, help them get off the ground with that dream? You know, hey, I have an idea for this, but I don't know what to do with it. And so Launch 43 comes alongside them to help coach them, you know, create assets such as websites or uh, social marketing. So that way they can get their name out and uh, and what they're doing and, you know, really just help them grow from idea into an actual business. Mm. And then uh, one of the other, what we truly believe is that, man, the church has to be self-sustainable. I cannot move into a poverty area and say, hey, Here's a building. Come learn about Jesus and pay my salary. Man, we're in the 10th most impoverished area in America. There's no possible way that's going to happen. So we have to work, you know, to create stimulation in that community. That's part of the church's duties. So we've started creating jobs. So one of the biggest things that we did is we said, man, Lord, what, what do you want us to do? So we felt like we wanted to start a fish fry. We started a fish fry and we started just frying up fish and really just feeding the community first week we had 15 people show up now we have over 400 on a friday and we expanded off of that into barbecue so now we have You're doing a, fish and barbecue fish and barbecue and people love it man and you're, you know, in the, you're in the South, man, and you're... you're yeah, we're you're, killing it. The two things, fried fish and good barbecue. Sean, so, Sean you have to tell them the name of yeah. the barbecue. Cause so we live part. in Portland, and, man, we came up with the name. It's called Porkland Barbecue, <laughs> Portland Barbecue. 
And uh, we launched two weeks ago. We had over 800 people come in four days and visit our restaurant. And uh, it's the food is amazing. But the greatest thing about it is it's for the community, by the community. Every single person that works there uh, lives in the community. When I opened up the gym two years ago and said, I have no idea what I'm doing, I started loving on my neighbors and the kids. And now the kids who have graduated from high school and some of them are who are in high school that we become great friends, they actually work and run the restaurant now. So they're restoring it themselves. Because one day, man, I just want, if God leads me out of there, uh, I want to be able to, them to say, hey, Sean and Inga didn't do this, but look what we did. Look what we did with God. All, to, all together, God is using you to com- transform this community. Yeah. Yeah, but well, he's doing. I don't le- don't let me don't well, ever think that. He, yeah, he, he I has, am an able body, and I yes. am there, and I did say yes, and he is using our gifts and our and and leveraging those for the kingdom. But man, I'm not doing anything. But he's knocking it out of the park. But uh, <laughs> the, our second thing is, man, we had to have health care, and you know we're in negotiations right now with a, a major health care provider in Louisville who's actually gonna help us open up a healthcare clinic right there at one of our and in the cat saint cecilia's compound and then thirdly we believe in education we believe in that we've been working with the schools for the last two years every morning we get up our team does and at seven o'clock the school says that hey man you can't come in here and pray or you can't um talk about jesus inside these four walls we said okay so we just start meeting them at the school bus stop and just start giving out Pop-Tarts and hugs. So each morning we get up at 7 o'clock and go out and just love on our kids. And 90% of our kids are unfathered. You know, they need they need a hug. They need some love before they start their day. And we've seen just a tremendous amount of uh, just love being poured out on them. But when, when the love of God is overflowing, it changes everything. We're going to get, uh, we're going to review those three and we're going to look at your number fourth uh, pillar of your ministry, but we need to take a break. So we're going to take a break and we'll be back shortly here with Sean and Austin talking more about Love City on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and unfortunately our final segment for today. We are talking to Sean and Austin from Love City. And if you want to find out more about them, go to lovecityinc.org and you can find out ways to get plugged in there, lovecityinc.org. So, Sean, you were talking about in the last segment of the four pillars of what you guys are really trying to do uh, in Love City. And it's, it's, it's to bring the love of God. It's, it's to share Christ. But real practically, I love it, you, this whole economic stimulation piece. And then you, you, you talked about health care, and you guys are working aggressively on that to provides some significant health care into the community. And then you talked about education and how that's a critical piece. And then you had a fourth pillar. Yeah, our fourth pillar is uh, youth development. And uh, some home runs we've had already in 2018 is I would say that, uh, man, uh, the first thing is we've launched Porkland, and now we have that restaurant up and running. That's a huge uh, piece of our sustainability that's going to help us just be able to grow faster and even i don't know if we go faster but well, well by the way uh, porkland restaurant barbecue uh-huh. is open it's open wednesday thursday friday and saturday 
Um, Wednesday and Thursday nights and Friday and Saturday for lunch and evening 2519 St. Cecilia Street in Portland. Uh, and love to have anybody come out. But our last focus is, man, we just, um, that is youth development. We also just totally redid our gym from head to toe. We, we poured a significant amount of effort and resources into that to really just bring it back to life. And, you know, since we've been there, we've had over 1,400 different kids come through our front door. You know, we've kept record of each one of them. We know just about every single one of them by name. So we spent a lot of time on youth development and just, man, letting our kids know that, man, they're loved. We have six after-school programs. We have the daily open gym. We have a basketball leagues. We have uh, school the school bus stop ministry that we talked about, the breakfast that we feed. And, you know, we also have several, several just like uh, community events each year that we do. We have several major events. Every Monday night we do a worship, uh, what we call Party in the Park, where we feed all of our community. We have 300 people come out. We've had 13 different worship nights since we've been there. We've had uh, several feedings of dinners. We have 500 people come out for a Thanksgiving meal that we all just sat down as a community and ate together. Uh, so it's been just a, a crazy, crazy journey all the way around. Talk but, about the, the real quickly. Just you, you, you threw a block party, and yeah. how many people showed up? We had uh, about eight hundred people show up that day. But man, it, for the first one, <laughs> for the first one, now we got like twelve hundred when it, when it usually happens. But yeah. it's just been crazy. But you know, here, here's the most important part. I feel like in this whole talk, you know, and I, man, to be honest with you. We could sit here and talk for 12 hours probably about what God is doing uh, at Love City and uh, how he's transforming. And I could, man, just tell you stories that would just mind melt you and go, wow, man, look at God go. And I always want everybody to know, man, I'm not doing anything. I'm just following God, and, man, he's knocking it out of the park. And, man, just really just showing us how to love people. And, um, but... I also want people to know, man, this isn't something that someone else can't do. You know, this is something that we're all designed to do. And matter of fact, I would even call out the men. You know, so many times I see so many women involved in men doing Jesus and loving loving our brother. Uh, man, but I also ask, like, where's the men? Man, so I challenge them. I challenge the men out there. Uh, this show is a man, a man show. So I challenge them. Man, search deep in your heart. Man, see where that speck of love is that you're searching for. Man, get involved with your neighbor. Man, Jesus needs you, man, to get in the game and become warriors, not just followers, sit seekers. You know, you got to do the work. This isn't like we have salvation in a golden ticket in our back pocket just to walk around and flaunt and say, well, look what I have. No, man, he says you got to do the work. So, man, I challenge men, man, come on, get in the game, help us out, man, come down. I, we don't even ask, you know, like, you, to come there and just, like, devote all your time and energy. But you, there's things you can do. And if you can't do it with us, and man, do it in your own neighborhood. Because to me, you have to look at the definition of neighbor. Neighbor isn't geographically defined. Neighbor is wherever people are around you in your life at every moment whether it's at Starbucks, whether it's at Thornton's, whether it's sitting in this radio station, 
we're all neighbors and God says that we're supposed to love one another. I love what he said about the definition of neighbor. If you go back and you look in the Old Testament, it was originally defined for the Israelites. Didn't have anything to do with the Gentiles because he just wanted the Israelites to take care of one another and love one another to the fullest. And then when Jesus came, he justified the Gentiles and and the Israelites, and he said, now you're all neighbors. So we're all supposed to love one another. Man, we're all sons and daughters of God, and God has asked us, man, to love one another. He didn't ask us to figure each other out. He didn't ask us to condemn one another. He didn't ask us to just slam each other. What he said is stop throwing stones at each other and and love one another. He'll figure it out, man. I guarantee you his plan is way bigger than anything that we can even imagine. But the only thing he asks us to do is love him and love people. This isn't hard. It's not, and we make it we make it complicated. I, we we talked about that at the beginning of the show. You know, um, you guys, hi, hi, somebody's listening right now, going, hey, I I want to get connected. I, I want to serve at Porkland Barbecue. I want to serve. Um, I, I want to learn more. I'd like to experience what God is doing down in Portland. How do they get involved, Austin? Yeah, the uh, the best way to get involved is man, follow us on our social media: Facebook, Instagram. It's at Love City Inc. Uh, and so, if you search that on Facebook, if you search that on Instagram, Twitter, wherever your social media is, follow us there uh, because that's where you're going to see the most updates. You know, uh, Sean loves Facebook Live. You know, he's really been on that, and that's just been cool to see because you're seeing things as they happen. You're following the story as it happens and you're able to be part of it there if you want to check out more information though we have a website lovecityinc.org or if you f- want to find out more about Portland barbecue it's portland portlandbarbecue.com p-o-r-k we L- also have an uh, l-a-n-d <laughs> we also have a uh, apparel shop too so if anybody wants some of that that's out there as well so every bit of it uh me and inga's never taken a nickel out of uh, love city Every single penny goes right back into the community. Every single nickel goes right back into helping develop the community in any way possible. So uh, we just want to see God's love and light shine there. Um, We really don't really, you know, we are an organization and that's something that we have to be. But really, we just want God's love and light to shine there. Uh, I do want to say that on the spiritual side, you know, there is two sides to this coin. You know, one side is community development, but we also believe in sharing the love of Christ and people coming to Christ and falling in love with him. Uh, so, you know, we've seen, we've had over about 15 baptisms since we've been there. We've seen people coming uh, to Christ. And here recently, man, we've just seen an outbreak of, of a lot of people just, man, jumping in and doing our worship nights with us. And, We'll usually have about 20 different denominations on a worship night. So it's so unique and so different. But we call freedom. I mean, you'll have some people who are sitting in the pew, maybe on the nillers praying, while you have some people just dancing like David did and just worshiping the Lord. But I think that uh, in denomination, that word was man-made, and it really means in the Greek to pull apart. Mm. And... Uh, the enemy likes to use the pull apart to keep us divided and keep us manipulated so we don't come together. So I love seeing our worship nights, and that's the first Sunday of every month at 6 o'clock at St. Cecilia. 
Uh, so it's grown into something really extremely beautiful. And our community is really coming together and developing and being intentional incarnationally of how to live like Christ. And I would say that that's really where we are. I mean, we just want to live out the gospel, you know, uh, and we also want to learn the word. We also want to learn how to pray for people. We also want to learn how to walk it. But the most important part is, man, Jesus is the forefront. He's Jesus a, is the center. He, it will always be who we are. The, Jesus is, man, our brother. God is our father. And, man, we just want to love one another. Well, you know what? Thank you guys for coming in because this is absolutely, I think, what God's called all of us to live out, the love of Christ. And, uh, guys, it has flown by. But, uh, Sean, would you pray yeah, sure. for us guys that we would we would live out this mm. gospel every day? Would you pray mm. for us? Yeah. First of all, I just want to say what an honor to be here today. Man, yeah. Kurt, man. You're such a godly man, and man, for me to even be invited on this show, man, just what an honor. Oh, I, I really uh, am grateful for uh, that. I mean that. Thank I mean you. That from thank you, and thanks for coming in, uh, you guys. Love yeah. it. Oh, Father, man, we just are so grateful just to be here this morning and uh, just to feel your love and your spirit in this room. God, we hope that this message just goes out and permeates, man, thousands and thousands of men's hearts to see that men, they could follow Jesus just like the original disciples, just like the original apostles, that they are followers of Christ and design. That's who they are. But God, we just ask that, man, you just awaken them, awaken them with dreams, awaken them with desires to follow you even deeper and fall in love with you. We just ask, Father, that um, you just align them with your will and what you want in their life. We are just so grateful for this time. We're grateful for these men and just to bless everyone that is associated with this and bless the people out there and just that a spirit of love resides over them. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. Thanks. Pop-Tarts and hugs. <clears throat> you know, last time I checked, they sell Pop-Tarts in St. Matthews <laughs> and Hurstbourne and Shively. <laughs> Pop-Tarts and hugs. How much money does it take? He said, we don't have to have a big budget. So when you love someone, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. To love someone, it doesn't take a lot of money. It takes a lot of care. And you don't have enough care in you, but God does. He can change your heart and transform you. Romans 4, 17 says, God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. God makes things that weren't there. So we thank you for listening. Pass this along. LoveCityInc.org. Thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio.